Have you ever been to uh, Area 51? Not by choice. I was taken there by visitors. <laughs> I guess you have no interest in Area 51. It was a bad... No, I mean, they, that's where they dropped me down and then they... <laughs> oh, that's, that's what you mean. <laughs> that's, no, I've never is that where, I've never Is that, that where you were born, Paul? Was, Area 51? That's where I found myself. Um, <laughs> No, I've never been to Area 51. Is it Nevada? Uh, Nevada, California, I think it's, okay. it's both. Yeah, no. It's right by Death Valley. It kind of runs between the two states. Nope, never been. Have you? I've been to the outskirts of Area 51. So when I, you know, my parents live in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And um, of, the, of the, th the safe things to do there, one of them is hiking. Um, and so I like going to Death Valley and do some hiking. And so you drive past kind of the outskirts of Area 51. So I have a cool little coffee mug with nice. aliens on it, and um, but yeah, that's that's it. And then I was it. How long ago was it when people were going to storm Area Fifty One? Remember when that was a thing? No, but I believe you. That was like a big thing in the in social media, maybe like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, people were going to storm Area Fifty One, and like they made a such a big deal about it in the media, like even the military. Like, had a press conference oh, like, about their response if anybody tries to hop over any of the fences or jump any of the walls. Because it was like a big thing, like, like a concerted effort. Yeah. Of, like, hey, all of you people, let's meet here and the same day, the same time. Right. And they're saying they're going to storm it. So, like, it got, I mean, people threaten that all the time, right? But, like, this time, even the military were like, you, we will shoot if you try to, to climb over the walls and the fences. Like, we will shoot you. How'd it go? Don't do that. Well, then, so I was actually in Vegas at the time of all of this. Oh, it just happened to be there. I just happened to yeah. be in Vegas. And you happened to know about and this so it was plan. all over the news. And, like, these poor businesses, like the one I got my coffee mug from, like, they really expected all these people to come. And it was, just, like, overbought everything oh, the like area 51 like because they they got all their all the swag even like just buying all like like food like the convenience stores like stock their shelves it like there's no hotels out there it's the middle of the freaking desert it's so, like they over like they stocked up on water and food and Man. even bought like tents and stuff because they oh thought some gosh. dummy's gonna forget a tent and need a oh. tent and then like nobody showed Wow. And so, like, the, I, in the aftermath on the news, they kept video, like, going and filming at these mom-pa, like, convenience stores and road shops and uh, souvenir shops. And they're like, we spent so much money on, like, all of this extra stuff, and now nobody's here. Like, <laughs> so what's our response as Catholics to aliens? The first thing Catholics should always do is introduce the show. And pray. Thank you, Valerie. Well, this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who will inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we just ask that you continue to bless us, bless our time together, um, especially, Lord, to bless the aliens. If they exist, um, we know that you're with them. We know that you saved them, too. And uh, we just ask that you be with them and be with us and Bring all of us into your heavenly kingdom. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so. So do aliens go to heaven? Well, that 
that is entirely dependent on whether what aliens are. Um, I mean, I think right. Like we know, we know that humans exist. We know that all these other creatures exist. The other creatures were not created with free will. They cannot love God. They're good. On Earth, we're talking on about Earth. on Earth right now. On Earth, right? Correct. All living creatures on Earth are good. God looked at His creation and said, "It is good." Um, Correct. So. I think that there's varying levels, right? Like the church is silent on this. The church doesn't say there's absolutely no other sentient. We haven't beings. had a reason right. to say anything other than right. to say anything on the subject. Right. Um, it's one of these wide areas where you can speculate, and I think that certainly God could have done it. He's all powerful. He could create whatever He wants. So you're right, and those are good distinctions to open with, right? That there are already on our planet different beings. And those different beings have the consequences of salvation that look different depending on the being. And not only on our planet, but we also know of angels. Right? This is another Correct. creature. Well, that's in the spiritual is, world. Right, but it's a creature. Fair enough. And, a, and, and they are not a redeemed or unredeemed creature. They're either fallen or they followed the path. There, was no, there wasn't a redemption, right? Correct. So, so yeah. it's possible. And they're a free they're, they they right. have free will. They have free will. They they love. They're them. intelligent beings. Intelligent beings, right? So there you go. So so there could be other beings like that, and it could be that all of them, that none of them f- fell, and they wouldn't need redemption because they cr- they were created and they loved God the right way, like we dummy humans don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be like that. Um, or it could be that. So now, so here's the next question: If there are Intel, if there's intelligent mm-hmm. life on another planet or in another universe, yeah. I think two questions that I hear most, especially from young people, are Did Jesus visit every other planet where there's, I, I well, they probably wouldn't use this phrase, but I'll use it intelligent life. Mm. And if not, what's your answer? I want to hear my answer would be if there's intelligent life on other planets or in other universes um, or galaxies, I guess is better. There's only well, for all we know, there's only one universe. Um, I don't see why God would have made multiple universes. um, But what do I know? But if there are other intelligent life, Jesus would not have had to visit every planet to redeem them, just like Mm. Jesus didn't visit every continent let alone every country in the world when he came the way that God decided to come into the world um, as Christ, as an incarnate, as the God-man. So Jesus coming in now, his redeeming act would have redeemed all intelligent life created in the image and likeness of God Everywhere, hmm. not just you know, just you know, Jesus made very clear it's not just the chosen people anymore; it's everybody, right? So if those in, that intelligent life on other planets, if they exist, and they're made in God's image and likeness, which if they're intelligent, I would think they would be. You know, let's let's go Marvel for a second. All right, all right. If let's assume the Marvel universe is real. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's so Thor, right? Sure. You go to Thor's planet. Now, yes, I know Thor is a god, but he's a small G god, right? So, if that planet exists with Thor and his people, Asgard, I guess, 
and you know the Guardians of the Galaxy worlds all exist. Jesus saved all of them because they all are intelligent life. They all have clearly have free will. They're not all acting on animal instinct. They they're they're clearly more intelligent than than an animal soul would be. So I would say they have the equivalent of a human soul. So they are redeemed by Jesus, um, but now it's our job to evangelize them mm. if we were ever to meet them. I see what you're saying. And if okay. we never met them, then it would still be no different than how the church treats any indigenous peoples that the gospel has not yet reached. Gospel. That when they die, never having been preached the gospel of life, if they, as long as they lived a good life seeking the truth, there's no reason to believe they wouldn't go to heaven. Right, right. Because with all the resources they had available to them seeking the truth, they, you know, tried the best to live a good life. They would have had to be like a, a, a just and moral person, right? Of course, right, yeah. They, they, them, but if they're seeking truth, yeah. you know, there's still the, the human heart right. and there's still, there's still be... um, the natural law that's inscribed in all of our hearts. But right? let me ask you this, though. How... Those human sacrificing Aztecs, there's no hope for that. <laughs> but, but. but here is the difference that I see in that, right? Like, here's the difference. With humans, even if we're on other continents, we all originated from the same two parents. We all originated from Adam and Eve. And it was the brokenness of that relationship that was in, in, inherently a human relationship that was broken, that God came to mend. So I guess my question is, because clearly, even if, even if intelligent life, let's say, and by the way, dear listener, the odds that humans, let alone another species of intelligent life exists, the odds that humans exist is so infinitesimal to find it ridiculous. Like God, the hand of God is so clearly, in my mind, so clearly on the scales where, I mean, you talk about fine-tuning. The distance yeah. from the Earth, if it was a shadow further away from the sun, we wouldn't have happened. If, if the, the tilt of the Earth was a slightly different angle, we don't happen. Mm -hmm. If the Earth was slightly, if the Earth was slightly bigger, slightly smaller, the sun was, we don't have, there's like a gazillion ifs that make us happen. The odds that it's happening somewhere else, I find to be virtually impossible. And I think most scientists who look at the development of life would agree with that statement. It's a virtual impossibility. God creates, like, what if what we are, what we look like, human beings, is the way that all intelligent beings look? Like, this isn't like um, aliens, no. right? Like, it, like in, in order to grow into this ensouled being that is called to eternal life with God, you got to look like us. Like, they're humanoid, if that makes sense. Um, well, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that that's, that is. I'm not, I'm not trying to put... I mean, you know, think, you know, if, if evolution is, is, is real, then depending on the context of the other planet that intelligent life could be on, they, their beings could have evolved and look a little different than us. Okay, so you're... So, you so, know what I mean? Right, so you're saying, so let's let's take that. Let's just assume that, like, they do. Like, it's uh, Star Wars, right? Like, you go to the bar there on Tatooine or whatever it was called. Sure. And there's, like, the one furry guy and then the other weird guy and, like, the, the right. gold face. Like, there's all these different-looking things. And these beings are all intelligent. They look vastly different. Okay, let's say... 
do they have? Because they only need redemption if they have sin. Right? Well, yeah. Like, the angels didn't need Jesus as a redeemer. Like, they, they needed... Well, they were purely intelligent beings. Right. Um, I would still say Genesis applies to all these other um, universes, other planets and, and be. Like, God would have made them still in his image and likeness. There still would have been first parents, right? I mean, um, and then that, that original sin still would have blanked, you know, cursed, for lack of a better word, um, the rest of the, the clan or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so then... Whether it was our planet or another planet, right? I think it only takes one sin to break the whole relationship. Right. And then, boom, it's over. Yeah. To me, it's like the word became flesh. You're saying that flesh, period, would be enough. Because, like, the fact that God became human specifically redeemed the human race. Um, and you're saying it would appeal, it would apply, that redemption would apply to any, even non-human races. I, anything made in the image and likeness of God. Okay. And even in Genesis, only humanity was made in his image right. and likeness. Not the trees and the animals and the whatever. And not the even angels. Even the angels. Not even Not angels. made in his image and likeness. So to any being made in his image and likeness that he created to love him in return mm. freely, mm-hmm. those would have all been redeemed by Jesus. Okay. I actually think that there's going to be a point where we discover some evidence of small L life. Like, not nothing like a human. I don't think that there will be anything like a human in the rest of the, that we'll ever discover. Okay. But I think that we will discover, like, small, microscopic life forms and things like that. Didn't they already that. discover some of that stuff on Mars? They think they The did. rover? They think they did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's some evidence that maybe there was yeah. water and there was, like, something in there, yeah. So, I do think that that's uh, uh, reasonable. I just... So you don't think there's uh... I love the X-Files. I love that show. Oh, yeah? I love that show. Yeah, the truth is out there. But it's science fiction. Like, so here's a cool thing, right? Um, the, like popular um, stories. The, the Space Trilogy by C.S. Lewis. Did you ever read that? No. Out of the Silent Planet. I've heard it's great. Paralandra, but I've never read that it. hideous strength. Really cool. And it, that's a whole exploration of, and I mean, he's looking at, planets in this solar system. It's obviously science fiction. But he's looking at it as if these are beings that were created, but they never fell. They're living in, a, in a, an endemic world still. Interesting. And then it's the humans that show up, and we... Destroy them. Corrupt them. Like we So in C.S. Ones. Lewis's world, Jesus would have shown up on each of these individual planets. Well, that's the... Interesting. If he were needed. Yeah, that's the interesting thing, is that Jesus, like, so Lewis... That brings us back to the original Dominican-Franciscan debate. Yeah. Would Jesus have come if we never fell? That's right. I, I don't... Why would he have come? No, oh, you Dominican, you. <laughs> I think he would have come. Because we were made good. We were not made perfect. We were not in heaven yet. We still would have had to... Huh. 
grow in perfection to enter into heaven. Eden was not heaven. Right. Agreed. So God still would have had to become man mm -hmm. to show us the way to perfection so that then we could enter into the fullness of glory in heaven and be with him forever. Okay. God still would have become human anyway, so it is not a happy fault. Ergo, Aquinas is wrong again. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Again. <laughs> that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to so it. So here, but back to aliens. Back to aliens. <laughs> what would Aquinas say on the aliens? Do you know? I, I mean, I think he would... He'd probably get it wrong if he did. <laughs> <laughs> he would say for sure that he would not... Like, life is a good thing and God has seen good and God is all powerful. He couldn't, he couldn't create something that contradicts itself, but creating life, he being the creator mm. is not contradictory. So I think that Aquinas would, would accept the possibility of it. I don't, but then I don't know beyond that. Like that is interesting though, to think that Jesus would have had to visit each individual planet that has life made in his image and likeness. That's interesting. Right. Or would he have? I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe what you're saying is, is right. Um, I mean, I, you know, I just think it would be a lot of extra work for the poor guy. <laughs> He's um, gone. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Um, although that might also explain, I mean, to, to, you know, maybe say that there is other life out there. Maybe that's what's taken him so damn long to come back. The second time, because he's still planet hopping. <laughs> he's still going, and you got me thinking he's got to show up, and then he's got to, you know, grow up and become a boy, and then he's probably got to adopt a chosen people. Well, first, God's got to adopt a chosen people on that planet. Then he's got to get them ready for a Messiah. Then he's got to show up, and then he's got to piss them off by just being, and then they've got to find a way to kill him. This is like the Narnia. Thing, right? Like yeah. Aslan comes, right? Like, and that's the whole... Like, every, every time. Every, so every... And it may take a little longer on some planets than others. You know, maybe he lived to be like 104 on one planet, where maybe the average, you know, the life expectancy is in the 120s or 150s, you know? This got into a weird place, this conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's... We, we expected alien. it to, to we get did. weird. Yeah. Fun fact. Did you know that the bishop of... Uh, where do they shoot uh, NASA out of in Florida? Is that Cape Miami? Canaveral? Is that Miami Diocese? S could be. Yeah. I'm 90%, 95% sure it's the Miami Diocese Archdiocese. It's down there. But the Bishop of Miami is the Bishop of the Moon. <laughs> because in like, canon law, like with missionaries and sending people out, like, Miami. because they left Miami to go to the moon... He is now the Bishop of the Moon. That's the biggest diocese in the world. Isn't that cool? Well, it's not even in the world. Well, we got weird. Dear listeners, see how fun theology can be? <laughs> Who did, I bet, for those of you listening that were in Catholic school or CCD, you're thinking back down, you're like, why wasn't my like catechism teacher this cool? Well, because they can never be like us. But <laughs> this, is, this is the fun of theology, right? That's why you got to study it. Kids, study theology. Adults, study theology. This is fun stuff. And I want to say... You can talk about it over a beer. Yeah, yeah that's right. And I want to say Lumen Christi... Cheers. Cheers. I want to say Lumen Christi, I think, had a talk on aliens. Um, oh, probably. Yeah. That's a cool thing to check out. Lumen Christi. Lumen Christi they, Institute they is very cool. Um, 
science, the intersection of science and faith. Yeah. And um, sometimes the intersection of science fiction and faith. And read C.S. Lewis's The Space Trilogy. It does get a little weird and heavy towards the back end of it, but the first one's awesome, Out of the Silent Planet. Awesome. Cool. It gets higher level. as All right, goes. we gave you enough homework. That's so it. Until our next podcast, I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who will inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. In this world and all the other ones. <laughs>